Hey, what's up? It is the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, my co-host, Ben H. What's up, everybody? This week on the Man Fuse Podcast, we're going to talk about sick kids, the permanent damage that I may have in my pinky finger thanks to the dog fight that I decided to break up. And we had a listener reach out with a very interesting scenario about whether infidelity could actually help your relationship. And then we're going to talk about D-Picks and the very interesting way one country deals with the sender of the unsolicited D-Pick. And we have some ideas of our own we'll throw in there. So if you have any drama going on in your life, you want to join the show, hit us up at manfuse.com. It's been one hell of a week, Ben. Yes, it has. Uh, For me, um, the sickness is real in my house. Yeah, because your kids have been sick, right? Yes. I hope you don't catch it, Ben. Me too. Um, Fortunately, I think for you, you are sitting across from me. Now, while I have been exposed to COVID in the past, have come out unscathed, never isolated from my wife when after the exposure, when she got it. Yeah, and then you got it at the same time, actually, right. from the same delivery method, That's right. that of Mike Wallace. Indeed, Mike Wallace strikes again. That's right. But he's not here to strike again because he is weathering a storm at his new home in Florida. That's right. Welcome home, Mike. Welcome home. <laughs> here comes the hurricane. So <laughs> That's how they say it down there. Dude, it's been absolutely crazy. So my son last Wednesday, you know, had this dry cough. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, congested. It was dry. And then, you know, Thursday or Wednesday night had a fever. He doesn't go to school Thursday, doesn't go to school Friday, misses four baseball practices, doesn't go to school Monday, doesn't go to school Tuesday because mm. he still has a fever. But what was worse than anything was this cough every Five seconds. <coughs> Kai, get some water. Kai, get some water. And he wouldn't get water. Drink fluids. Yeah. Then he'd go to the sink, turn on the sink, put his mouth under the sink, Perfect. gets a sip of water, yeah. and then goes back to coughing. And I'm like, dude, you need fluid. Like a gallon. Right. You need a cup. Right. That drives me nuts anyway. Drinking from the faucet? Yeah, just get a cup, dude. Yeah. Maybe am I being the old guy? Like, Kinda. You know, I mean, like, I mean, drinking from the faucet's kind of a, a favorite pastime. I'll be the first one to drink out of a container of orange juice that's in my. That's bucket. what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, if I'm thirsty, I mean, there's a big. You're going in. Yeah, it's my house. It's your house. If somebody else gets germs. That's their fault. If you go to Kaylee's house, just know. That's right. That that juice is contaminated. That I have come in hot, hot. sweaty, out of breath, yeah. in need of, of a quenching. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Right. And I took the top off that thing and I... Gluck, gluck. And then I ended it with a... <sighs> yeah. That's how I do. My kids, if they see me doing that, they're like, Dad, stop drinking out of that. And I'm like, who bought this juice? That's right. I bought this I juice. Bought it. Finally, my son is back to school. Quiet in the house for about 10 minutes, Ben. Mm-hmm. And then my two and a half year old. Oh, no. And then the fever hits. When you came into my home today, you noticed that two of my children are here. Yes. One, my two and a half year old, because she doesn't go to school, but my six year old is home too, because she has a fever now also. Mm. And then my wife. It's a tough life. And then my wife says, 
I'm starting to not feel well. And I'm oh, like, no. oh, God. She's going to start her cycle? Oh, she's been, she's coming off that. Praise the Lord. Best time of day. <laughs> the amusement park is back <laughs> open. <laughs> No longer ride. No longer do I have to go on the log ride. <laughs> Just joking. If my uh, father-in-law is listening, there's no log ride going on. Okay, I promise. Or her brothers. Please don't uh, be offended, and don't turn us off either. There is sickness going around. There's COVID. A lot there's of the flu, and then there's something called RSV, which is a respiratory and like virus for, and it really has effect on children. It's unfortunate. There, there it could really be is. a little bit of all that going on in my house. No one's been tested for anything. We're just going to try to let our immune systems take the wheel. Well, it's scary when you have kids, too, because, you know, they're in school. They're they're dealing with other kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't know what they're going to pick up and they're give cesspools. to you, and then it's going to go like... They're cesspools. Now you can't work and, you know, right. whatever. Well, fortunately, I have maintained a um, very exercised immune system. That's to right. Where I don't fall... Victim. victim to pussy ass viruses. We'll just say that. It's important to work out, keep your body healthy and all those kinds of things so that you can build up that immune system. Yeah, it is. And speaking of working out and lack thereof, now, Ben, you know, I'm a pretty consistent person when I put my mind to it. To exercise. Or whatever. Or whatever it is. If it was working out, I'm consistent in working out. Yeah. You know, I just get, I'm one of those people that I get into the routine and I, st- and I try to stick to it. You knocked out 75 hard, no problem. You know who else did, too? Gary did. Salute to Gary. Shout out to Gary. Gary, Gary. 75 hard complete. Complete. So if anybody is not putting that reference together, if you heard that episode, Gary was the guest in Ben H.'s guest room when a uninvited guest decided to get naked and crawl into Gary's bed. Well, he was invited his... to the party. Right. But he was not invited to get in Gary's bed naked. And rub his asshole all over the sheets. It was, it was pretty gross. <laughs> they had to leave, unfortunately. So Gary's the guy that um, had to go and get Ben yeah. because the guy would not get up out of his bed. I'm the godfather of his oldest son. He's the godfather of my oldest son. And um, your oldest son, you only have one son. That's true. <laughs> well, anyways, me and Gary grew up together. <laughs> Gary uh, might be coming up this weekend. Actually, that would be glorious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he will. Oh, we maybe he so. will. Maybe we'll tell him. Maybe uh, I'm gonna crawl into uh, the bed, and this time I'm gonna be the guy that rubs his butthole on the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> Does this look familiar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not as big. <laughs> um, so back to my workout routine. Um, a few weeks back on my anniversary, I ended up in the ER. I broke up a dog fight and I got wounded. My pinky. Your pinky finger, which actually plays a bigger role in life than you think it does. Dude, it really does yeah. because I got no stitches in it. Here is the update. I was a little concerned about it because I was having some swelling on the top of the finger where the puncture wound was Yes, to the tendon laceration on the bottom. Right. Looked okay, but the top looked like it was swelling. And so I was like, I need a follow-up visit. The ER doesn't do follow-up, so they referred me to a hand doctor who specializes in hands. And I made an appointment. I went in. He looked at it and actually said that, he thought it was healing very good. Yeah. 
Um, That's good. A little redness at the top, but did point out the fact that right now, currently, I have what is called mallet finger. That's like hammer toe, right? Right. So Why do they call it a mallet when it's on your finger and a hammer when it's on your toe? That I don't know. I didn't ask him that. Maybe uh, it's a different thing. So mallet finger is when, um, let's say your tendon gets cut. See, yeah. like this pinky kind of goes straight, sort right. of. My fingers kind of have like this curve to it yeah. anyway. But, and then... Is it an... Is it, oh, I see it. So... Well, this might be helpful, Chris. I mean, it's kind of an upward curve. It's a hook. Yeah. <laughs> have a hook. I have a hooker pink... I have a yeah. pinky hook. This could be a good thing for your bedroom experience. Uh, I mean, maybe. Just throw the hook at her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wave it It might at be her. a pinky, but it's got an upward curve. That's right. <laughs> it's got a 90-degree upward curve. <laughs> never knew what an orgasm was until my husband got mallet, mallet finger. finger. <laughs> I didn't know I could have that many <laughs> orgasms back to back. And it's all due to his mallet finger. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Sexiness. I think my wife would endorse it. I, I, I am able to give her multiple orgasms due uh. to my mallet finger. <laughs> <laughs> and any of your wives... This whole dog fight thing turned out to be a blessing. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a nightmare, but it was God's way of sending me something to compensate for something else. Not size, of course. No, no. The upward curve. Tells me that um, it is, in fact, that a tendon was probably severed towards the tip of my finger. Mm. And they don't normally do surgeries, I don't know why, on the tips of your finger if they can avoid it. There is a way to fix it, but I would have to splint it for six weeks. Yeah. Absolutely nonstop. And you've decided so, not to do this. Well, here's the thing. You got to wash your hands when you right. take a shower. Right. Uh, if you, you know, if you got the splint, it's wrapped in something. So when you go to wash your hands, right. you're either not going to wash that finger, but eventually you're going to have to take it off. Yeah. He said that even if you take it off for a minute, then you'll have to press your finger to keep it straight while the splint is not on it. If it bends it all, it's almost like 75 hard. You're going to have to start over. You have to start over. Because you're wanting the tendon to attach itself yeah. back to the bone. That's crazy. Then, after the six weeks of splinting, yeah. then you will have to splint during the night for an additional four weeks. So that is one hell of a commitment, my friend. It's a lot of splinting. It is. Especially if mallet finger is going to turn out to be a good thing. I'm an old ass man. I'm going to die soon. I'm just going to live with well, mallet I don't, finger. I, I, don't, I don't really know that I'm planning on dying soon. I mean, well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, we're not 10 years old. Well, right. But I'm hoping I have another, you know, at least 30, you know, in me, 40. Yeah, I think we got another 50 at least. I mean, I don't know that I really want to be here more than 85. I mean, 85, things start going downhill pretty Depends quick. on what condition you're in. I mean, there's some pretty good medical achievements that are occurring right now. There are, but I mean, but if you had to take the whole of 85-year-olds that you know. Right. Or that you've known, things start drastically changing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you might be scooting around a little bit, but right. I mean, I guess as long as you're mentally with it and your body's trying to hold up, then again... You're looking like a California raisin. You're, the I whole mean, thing's about enjoying life, you know, true. I, at the I, end of the day. The guy told me, he said, listen, even if you do go through the routine, you might have, right now you're at about a 35% curve. Right. Chances are, on the average, you probably only get up to 7%. A lot of people just say the hell with it. No one's going to notice. Are you trying to point with that hooked finger? Right. Are you trying I, to point at somebody? I mean, it is... 
my mobility, my use of it will be just as good as it did before. It's just not going to stand up straight. Hi, I'm Kay Lee. I've got mallet finger. A.K.A. mallet man. Mallet finger. So that's my update. But other than that, the dog wound healing pretty good. Let's move on, Ben. We have a listener that needs some advice. He did not text it in. He sent us an audio message. I'm going to give him an alias. What's a character in your favorite movie, Ben? Charlie Brown. Okay, we'll call him Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. He's a big fan of the Man Fuse podcast, which we love. Hear me out. In a sense, I condone cheating in a monogamous relationship. Okay. I say that because if you're in a monogamous relationship and let's say, for example, you're on rocky terms with whoever it is that you're in a relationship with. Right. You step out and you deal with another person. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, in my scenario, you will be dealing with an asshole, a dickhead, you know, somebody that you shouldn't be dealing with that makes you realize that the person that you're with is perfect for you. She's Mm -hmm. absolutely great. He is the one that's for you. Essentially, what I mean is that cheating brings you closer to your spouse, girlfriend, fiance, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Tim, what you think? Peace out. Charlie is proposing that cheating in a monogamous relationship can be a healthy thing because it can allow you to discover that the person you're with is actually the right one for you because when you step out, you realize what you have. Well, everybody always thinks... I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what he's saying. Right, that's what he's saying, but here you go. Everyone always thinks the grass is greener on the other side. And then they go and they step out, as in his case, and find out that the grass is brown everywhere. Well, let's talk about this real quick. In monogamous relationships, why do people cheat? Well, they're unhappy. That's number one. They're unhappy with themselves. With their spouse. They're unhappy with their spouse. Not sexually attracted to their spouse. They're not getting enough sexual release. Yeah, maybe maybe there's no sex in the relationship and they seek that attention elsewhere. Maybe he or she comes home to a succubus. (laughs) Someone that just wants to drain the life out of you. But ultimately, it's a situation where... You're not necessarily breaking up with them. Well, you're cheating. But you're cheating. You're going behind their back. Right. You're hiding it. Right. You're lying. You are breaking the vows and the oath. You're breaking the bond. Right. Now, monogamous doesn't mean married. Correct. Monogamous means that- You're committed. You're committed to another person, guy, girl, guy, guy, girl, 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 guy, whatever. But what's the difference? I mean, like- It's it's a monogamous relationship. I mean, we're talking about, yeah, okay, with marriage, you're talking about a certificate, and she's entitled by law to half your shit, as long as you don't have a prenup. But other than that, whether there's a certificate or there's a verbal agreement that we are a thing- It's a monogamous- It's not an open relationship. No. You're not going to cheat on me. I'm not going to cheat on you. Well, we're not going to have sex with anyone else. Correct. We're going to have sex with each other, and that's that. Unless it's defined otherwise. But, I mean, that's the definition of a monogamous relationship. Right, right. We're only going to have sex with each other. We're not going to have sex with other people. Whatever level of commitment being marriage certificate, verbal commitment, when you're with somebody for a long time, It's never easy living with anybody or being with anybody, doing life with anybody. You're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have your highs, your lows. I guess it comes down to your values. Okay, I have made that commitment, 
regardless of sex I'm getting. Right. Or how life is dealing us these punches at this time. How much attention I'm not getting or I'm getting or, you know, whatever it is. Pointing the finger at your spouse. You're pointing the finger at yourself as to why this relationship is where it is. But when you break that, you go against your values and then you realize that, okay, whoever is satisfying your need at the given moment, that that person is not going to provide a much better situation than the one you're in now. What Charlie said was that he actually fell in deeper love with his monogamous relationship after stepping out because he dealt with someone who wasn't very nice. Now, could that have been uh, you ran into a patch of really brown grass? And, and I would have questions like, okay, well, how long did it take you to figure this out? Well, I think that ultimately when someone cheats on their partner in a monogamous relationship, it's honestly more about the person cheating than the person getting cheated on. Somehow that person is lacking somewhere. Now, it may be in the sexual department. It may be in the self-esteem department. I think what he's saying is like, hey, if you're unhappy with your current relationship before you break up, why don't you just try going and cheating and seeing if maybe that reels you back in? So you're saying that Charlie Brown here, which is the given name we gave him to keep him anonymous, he's endorsing Stepping out That's on what his he's relationship. Doing. He's endorsing stepping out. I think it's good for a monogamous relationship to cheat every once in a while because that just reaffirms to you that what you have is good. Now, this is a sliding scale because in Charlie Brown's case, it turned out that the person he cheated with was not as good in bed as his monogamous partner. Well, he didn't say bad. He specifically said they were an asshole. That woman could be just a psychopath. You know, she could just be one of those crazier than normal women. Well, here's the deal. You'll find out if it's good or bad because if she leaves you or not. I don't think he's going to tell her. Oh, so yeah, there's the rub too. I don't know if he did tell. I don't think he did. You don't think he did? No, I don't think he cheated and he doesn't view it as a mistake. He views it as a good thing for their relationship. Because he's a better lover. Now he realizes how much he loves her. So he's rolling out the red carpet. He is giving her flowers. He's courting her like it was the very beginning. Now, as karma could have it, she may step out on him. And sitting on telephone poles. And decide (laughs) that whoever she's dealing with out there is better than him. And then he gets dumped because of it. That is the flip side. Also, let's say she does know about the infidelity and she's chosen to stay. Right. She sees his devious ways. Yeah. She understands now that she was a part of the problem. Takes two to tango, let's say. And she is going to accept him back. Ultimately, you're going to go cheat. Then you need to be open to the fact or that relationship can heal that she may need to go cheat as well. She's going to need her some strange. So you're, rolling, <laughs> you're rolling the dice on that. No! <laughs> she's going to leave you sitting there imagining what's being done to her right now. And you know exactly what's being done. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and anything. <laughs> And she loved it. (laughs) Yeah. As a matter of fact, Uh. it didn't work. Right. Um, I think it's bad news all the way around. Look, if you're in a monogamous relationship, part of the trust is having open communication. If you're not happy about something, about sex, if you're not happy about 
that and you feel the need to step out i think you should communicate that to your uh to your significant other in an effort to try to repair whatever it is that you're dissatisfied with prior to breaking the engagement but i guess maybe there's an excitement i wouldn't know anything about the excitement of of cheating um while being married because it's never happened and and that doesn't seem exciting to me now it seems terrifying yeah terrifying. terrifying terrifying would be the word horrible now back in the day when i was young yeah. Well before I knew my wife and right. you know anything like that sneaking around maybe it wasn't even necessarily cheating. It was like uh you have a girlfriend not a girl girlfriend and she introduces you to one of her friends. Your friend is kind of into you but you're not into her yes. and then you end up sneaking around and hanging out with her friend behind her back. Absolutely. Something like that. That was something that maybe you found some excitement with. Yes, I yeah. did. I was exciting. Yeah. It was fun and yeah. it was bad. Oh, I knew. It was bad. Probably... Sometimes it feels good to be bad. Right. But not when you're married. To some, it might. Uh, to right. me, it's like you said, terrifying. Like well, that. a lot of married people have like the upside down pineapple thing going on, where they're where they're in open relationships. Swingers. They're swingers. Is that, is that a myth? I think that's a myth. Dude, no, it's real. It's not. It doesn't even have to be upside down. I thought it's just a pineapple. Like there are neighborhoods apparently that if the house has a pineapple, this could be a modern legend. Well, a pineapple is a, a sweet fruit. Well, it's a sweet fruit, but it's also a symbol of welcome. It's become a symbol of welcome. Now, when the pineapple is upside down, it also means welcome, but it means welcome on the next level. Well, and if you don't know, from what I've been told, that pineapple will make your semen taste sweet. So that might I've be a welcome that. introduction. I don't know too. that, you hey, know. Hey, baby. I've eaten a lot of pineapple, <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> well, apparently there's a lot of swingers, and like yeah. our age specifically, like oh, yeah. people like you know late 30s, early 40s, been married for a little while, that kind of thing is a big market for the swingers. Do you remember when we used to work at the W Hotel? Of course. And the swingers would come and take out an entire floor, take over the whole hotel. That was crazy. It was like they were just passing yeah. each other around like a blunt. It's just odd to me. Yeah. I don't see it. They would have like swinger conventions yeah people would fly in from like all over the u.s right to attend this dude's parties where you know you could just pass your partner around like a like a tray of or dues i mean i know people who have open relationships did um, i ever tell you ben about the time that uh i've been propositioned a few times myself but, have uh, you? one night in particular i dark Breezy evening, yeah. fire pit was going, and my wife tells me that one of her clients mm. was coming over to get sprayed and was bringing her husband, right? My right. wife owns a spray tanning business. Yeah. She's very, very good. She sees a lot of people make it. I'm out there lighting a fire, chilling out, and so she tells me that, you know, she's like, do you mind if, you know, her husband, Walt, Aaron spray. is spraying her, you know, hang out with you? I'm like, yeah. I don't care, whatever. They come over. Yeah. And normally when a client comes over, my wife is straight to business. You know, yep. slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, 10, 15 minutes, you're done, See out, you bye. Well, they sat down and we're all drinking mm. for about an hour and a half. For, before the spray. Before the spray. Right. And we're all outside. This is never a good idea. By the fire. Right. My wife goes, I'm going to go work real right. quick. You know, you guys hang out here. And so, um, you know, we're sitting there and, uh, you know, making small talk. And the husband, you know, pays me a compliment. About us being a great looking couple. Mm. Well, thank you. You know, you guys are swell too. (laughs) You know, and just uh, you're a fit man yourself. Yeah. Not thinking anything of it. And then he kind of makes another comment and he's like, you know, uh, he said it again. 
He said something again about how attractive. And at this point, my alarms in my head started going off. I'm like, now I'm really paying attention to the cadence tone of whatever his next words are going to be. How am I to receive what he is implying? And then he asked if we like to play. Oh, boy. In my mind, I was like, I I don't know why I said this. You mean like Scrabble? What are we playing here? You didn't pick up on what he was throwing down. I did. You wanted to add some humor. I wanted to add humor, but I wanted to. This was a nice way of saying no. But this was a way of answering his question with a question. Right. What kind of playing? Yeah, how deep are we talking? Twister? Right. Connect four? Yeah. Which connect four? Ouija board? Yeah. 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 My your mouth? I mean, like what? Like what are we playing? <laughs> Wait, what? What oh are we talking God. about here? He said, "You know what I'm saying," and I said, "Oh, I don't think we'll be interested in that." And I don't know why I said this, but I was like, "But you can ask my wife." <laughs> oh, you did? I don't know That's why. Hilarious, I answered, dude. and then I threw her under the bus. Say, look, I'm up for it. Little did I know that after the evening ended, as he is down here propositioning me. Right. She's upstairs spraying, getting the same kind of banter. Really? The plan coming in. Yeah. There was an ulterior motive. Right. To their trying to turn us. Right. Did she say, we're probably not into that, but you should ask my husband? She just gave the old no. Negative. I'm the one that choked at the last second. Yeah. The, I was like, uh, no, I don't think <laughs> so. I, you can <laughs> ask my wife. I'm not going to answer. The answer is no, but I'm not going to speak for the two of us. You ask my wife. <laughs> um, so is that a maybe? And I felt all confident because I thought my reply of the game, like yeah. to play, was all, witty and you know and then i choked at the last second now let me ask you this what if and obviously she didn't but what if she said yes i would have said hell no you'd have been like hell no hell to the no 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 hell to the no no i'm not no we're not doing that first off there are a few reasons as to why i wouldn't do that a i know my wife yeah the fallout oh yeah from post swinging right would be terrifying it would suck my wife's would not allow that to be an a reality right not one that she would be able to live with yeah. i don't think and the second reason being i don't want anybody but my wife and i definitely don't want th- this couple i've been through phases of my life where mm. i i've been a man whore you were promiscuous I was a promiscuous man at some points in my life, as I'm sure you have been, Ben. Yes. Um, You know, we're dudes and we were good looking dudes with, you know, a lot going on. And so, you know, we had a lot of girlfriends. For sure. But you know what? I've been through that. I'm married. Yes. You know, I'm committed to my wife. I love my wife. I'm not looking for any of that crap. And that, to me, would complicate things on a... On a scale that I don't have the even patience to deal with. Well, and back to Charlie Brown, you know, ultimately, I don't think he's looking at it both ways. He's talking about his experience. But how would he feel if his significant other stepped out on him and realized, oh, actually, I do love Charlie Brown. His penis is much smaller than the other guys, and it doesn't hurt. As bad. And, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think Charlie Brown, if, if I'm answering the question, 
is it a debate? Uh, maybe it's a debate for some people. For me, it's not a debate. I'm staying away from that. I'm not stepping out. I don't want my wife stepping out. If we're unhappy about something, we talk about it. Try to solve it. Now, if it worked for you, right. you didn't know that it was going to make you want your girl or wife right. or your partner more and it was going to strengthen your relationship. There's something that she doesn't know. We don't know that she doesn't know. I think she doesn't know. Because there are some people that get cheated on that end up working it out. And most of the time it doesn't work. But there are those ones that are open-minded enough and see their side of the street. Of course she wants the soaring eagle, not the (laughs) squirrel in the tree. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get Okay, I get that. (laughs) The soaring eagle. Does she know that you told him to ask her? This would be an interesting conversation. Yes. You told her that? Yeah, I actually. You were like, you were like, he asked me and I told him to ask you. <laughs> I told her, right? I bet she smacked the shit out of she you. She was that. like, what the hell's she wrong? She was like, what? She's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. I, I was all confident in my response. I choked. And then I joked at the last second. I was like, I don't know. Ah. I, uh, no, we're not into that. But you can ask my wife. <laughs> Sounds like a maybe. I don't want to speak for her, but, you know, I, I, I was just giving. I, I won't be having sex with anyone, but she might. <laughs> I was like, babe, I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't want to put words in your mouth. You can speak for yourself. Yeah, or anything else. Ben, I have another question for you. Back in your heyday. Yeah. Are you the type of guy that would ever send an unsolicited D-pick? To who? Anybody. When you were single, have you ever sent... An unsolicited D-pick no. to somebody. No. Now, have, do you know any guys that yeah. would be that type of person oh, yeah, that dude. would just, oh, yeah. oh, I met this girl at a bar, three minutes goes by, I got her number, D-pick. Yeah. I wouldn't send a solicited D-pick. Yeah. My wife and I had a long-distance relationship for a couple of years. And you didn't even send them to her? No. Why? Did she ever ask for one? And you said no? I don't think she ever asked. Yeah, she probably did. I said, I'm not doing that. Come get the real thing. Exactly. First off, I've always been, and it's not that I'm not confident in what my D-pick, right. I would have a glorious D-pick. Yeah, especially with Zoom no, and, yeah. you know, and all the filters. The editing and filters <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you can get through nowadays. It, I mean, would, it, would, it, would come, it would come through the phone yeah. as a big triumphant yeah. bastard. <laughs> it's a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> it would be in a picture frame that glittered and sparkled. And it, would be like, it would be like opening the Pulp Fiction suitcase you and it attach. going, oh. Yeah, you could attach music to it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Are guys these days just sending the raw footage? Or are they putting some oomph into their D-picks? Put wings on it. It could be flying through the sky. (laughs) And then like she's riding on it like a dragon. And instead of blowing fire, it blows. What is the reaction? Ladies, Yeah, this is where you can chime in. You meet a dude. I know all of you ladies have received an unsolicited dick pic. Probably all of them have. Oh, I guarantee. There's enough pigs out there. Every single girl has received. 
an unsolicited bit. And you might have solicited for one if right. it was someone you were interested in. I don't think any woman out there wants a D-pick from some dude she just met at a bar. The D-pick is in her texts. This is interesting because I think the general consensus, as I understand it, and there's a lot I don't understand, certainly about women, okay? But general consensus that I understand about women is they don't particularly like looking at the male anatomy. Not no. the same males enjoy looking at the female anatomy. Have you ever seen a cartoon where where the dog looks at the cat and it just turns into a piece of meat. For us guys, visually... Think about, like, you're 12 years old. Bro, you would damn near do anything to see a boob. Like a real boob. Oh, yeah. Like a real live boob. To touch one. Oh, a to, nipple. To flick it. Second base is what you would say back then. Now, there are those girls, I will say. And there are those girls that will take offense to the D-pick. Right. And then there are those girls that will... Send it to all their friends and they'll make fun of it. Yeah. Now, here's the question. So this is ultimately what you were trying to avoid. No, I was never not confident in how my D-pick would look. The last time I was single, it was before Snapchat yeah. and Instagram and right. all these filters. You would probably have to stage it if you were going <laughs> to do something. You'd have to develop it. On the flip phone. <laughs> but the... nowadays, I think... Guys who are a fan of sending D-picks need to up their game. Mm. Because what if that same D-pick you sent was framed, sparkling, I've had got a, wings? I've got an even better idea. There's a filter. Just do eyes and mouth. And so you do the D-pick, and then you do your eyes and mouth, and then you say, hey... Great to meet you. And you just, <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to say I really thought you were attractive. I was wondering if you might want to go grab coffee sometime this week or I don't know, maybe a drink or something. Yeah. You know, non threatening, yeah. something something yeah. easy. It makes it <laughs> By the way, this is my penis. <laughs> By the way, this is real yeah. life. Yeah, this is not fake. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that they would be met with like, oh my God? This guy I just met sent me a D-pick. Yeah. What an epic failure, but he failed so big it was kind of cute. Yeah, right. I mean, it's effort. It's the next evolution of the dick pic. Yeah, a lot of it just depends on, you know, what the girl wants, too. I mean... Guys, up your dick pic game is I, what I'm saying. I grew up with a complete skewed version of females sexually. Why? I grew up... In, you know, a very conservative type of environment that's like uh, there was a lot of church and stuff like that. And it was always like kind of hidden or something like that. I grew up thinking that girls didn't want it as much as we do. Oh, you were wrong. I think that nowadays, though, with social media, with everything being what it is. I mean, dude, a lot of the stuff I see is like girls literally going after dudes. Oh, I mean, they will. Big time. Now, it's sexual more accepted. intercourse is just like shaking hands these days. That's right. Growing up, it was like a pretty big deal. Doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal these days. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Well, that's our society. Right. Embracing and getting used to. Yeah. I think ultimately, you know, times have changed as it pertains to like the sexualization of the youth because when I was young, Dude, sex was this major, major, major deal. And I'm sure it still is for young people. I hope it is. But from what I see on all these platforms, if you go on TikTok, for example, I mean, you can't get four or five, you know, swipes through without seeing some girl laying there, like bouncing around, acting like she's getting banged by her cheerleading coach. 
You know what I mean? And yeah, so it's I like, hate that. it's one thing you look at it and you're like, oh, that's, you know, you might feel a certain way about it. But then as an adult, you start thinking like, I don't want my son seeing this. Or I don't want my daughter doing this. Oh my this. God, no. Like, you know, and it's going out to the whole world and all she's doing is just trying to get some likes or some attention or whatever it is. Attention is what it is. You know, it's all about attention, but there's just some weird people out there. I saw an article that was written about this girl who shares her mom and her sister with her husband to make sure that he stays satisfied. This is an article. I saw it on, like, freaking, I don't know what news station it was on. Were they in trouble? No. Or, or no, they were just, bragging. Yeah, they were bragging about it, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying, like, the, the, when mom leaves, I satisfy dad. You know, this is what's required to desensitize everyone. When, when everyone's so desensitized, it's like, when you don't know if you're a guy or a girl, or you, you're just a human. There's nothing around your sexuality or, or your country. Or nationalism is like when you're proud of your country and you want what's right for your country. It seems like the world is moving toward this... We're just human beings. We're not, I'm not an American. I'm not a male. I'm not this. I'm not that. Just a human being. And I guess on a certain level, that's true. But if you think about it, it really gives an authoritarian environment what it needs to control people. Women have come such a long way. Yeah. And, and it's their body. You know, back in the day, it would be unheard of for a women to own their sexuality. That's right. why Madonna was so... Such a big deal. A big deal. Right. You know, when she was coming up, she did things and said things and right. was unapologetic for doing things. And I just banged eight dudes. But nowadays, women have every right to do that. Yeah. Just like men do. Yeah. It's so in our face because of social media. You're seeing what the young people are doing yeah. and how they're owning their, you know, their beings. Yeah. And it's just like, holy smokes. I mean, it is kind of a difference though, right? Because I mean, ultimately dudes naturally are the ones who are trying to hunt. The females ultimately are trying to Males are on offense, females are on defense, basically is what I'm saying. These days, I guess you can tell, but back in the day, bro, if you had multiple sexual partners, you didn't know who the baby was from. You went on Maury Povich and he told you there. <laughs> which which meant like potentially fatherless household and, and right. many other things because, and you know. society did not look upon you well. In Germany, mm. they have a method for dealing with the unsolicited D-pick. Is that right? The officials in Germany yeah. have a website to report unsolicited D pics. Correct. And it's called Dixtinction. <laughs> Swear on my life. If I was to be in Germany and right. send some woman at the bar and airdropped her an unsolicited D pic, <laughs> yeah. she could take that photo yeah. and the number of where it came from hmm. and go on to Dickstinction.com. Yeah and make a report, and from that time, the authorities there wow. will follow up on the case, Dang. and they will try to prosecute. Sir, wow. is this your dick? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably a pretty good idea, because if the United States did that, Police we Lord. need to bring in the National oh, yeah, right Damn Guard yeah. for this, okay? <laughs> We've got dick pics flying at us left and right. <laughs> Hey, you can find the ManFuse podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Join the show by hitting us up at manfuse.com, or you could text or leave a voice message at 770-744-5227.